But what does that do to the alligators that are in our lakes and, and the, the panthers that may or may not roam around this area, which there's, there's rumors that we have panthers nearby. There's, I, I don't know that I believe it, but whatever. Episode 721 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, don't forget your body is an ecosystem. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, just wanted to take a quick minute and uh, give a shout out to everybody who is part of the Diz Runs Facebook group or the Diz Runs Facebook tribe, as we uh, like to call ourselves. Um, whether you joined, you know, three, four, five years ago, whether you joined three, four, five months ago, whether you joined three, four, five days ago, uh, it's exciting times around uh, the Diz Runs Facebook group there because we just crossed the thousand member mark. Uh, earlier this week, and you know, not, not that uh, not, not that I try to measure the success of the group by the numbers. That, that certainly isn't the case. Um, but it's pretty cool to have four digits worth of of people. That uh, you know, the goal is to create the best running group on Facebook. And I feel like as it continues to grow, and we continue to get more voices in there, more perspectives, more stories, more people to to crack jokes with and have fun with and poke fun at a little bit. Uh, but as long as it's in a loving way, uh, I think that we just continue to move in that direction of really having the best group on Facebook. So if you would like to uh, to come join the party, we would love to have you at disruns.com slash Facebook or just search for the Disruns tribe the next time you're on the Book of Faces and uh, click to join. And we'd uh, we'd love to have you. And, uh, you know, you can come, you know, like I said, enjoy, enjoy the party that uh, seems to be just raging all the time over there in Facebook land. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit uh, about ecosystems, which, you know, I don't know, maybe you haven't uh, done much ecosystem talk since, you know, your uh, high school biology class. So we'll uh, try to remind you a little bit about what ecosystems are and why your body really is a, a pretty complex ecosystem and why forgetting that, which is something that uh, maybe is more common than we uh, like to think it is, is uh, not not the best situation. So, um, you know, our, our bodies are are just you know a thing. It's 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 this whole entire system. It's this mind, body, spirit, social, whatever. However, you want to classify, you know, the different components of the self or of the body. Our 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 being is made up of all of that. And sometimes I think that we as runners get a little bit uh, kind of tunnel visioned, a little bit focused on taking care of our legs, taking care of, of our lower body, because that's what we need as runners. And we forget that what goes on in all the other areas of our of our body, both physical and, and the other dimensions, the emotional, the spiritual, the social, the social, those types of things also impact our ability to run. And that's why I consider it an ecosystem. And you know, like, like I said, if you go back to your biology class, you know, sorry, this this might hurt a little bit to go back to, to high school science, but an ecosystem basically is, you know, an, an environment of all the living and non-living things and how they interact with each other. So, you know, you can have a real small environment or a real small ecosystem like your backyard garden or the backyard in general. Maybe it's a, a lake system. Maybe it's a, a state, a country, a region, a world. All of those things are different scales of the, the biological ecosystems like we learned about back in, in biology classes. Our bodies are the same way because in those, those biological ecosystems, when, when one thing is impacted, the, the effect of that impact or that interaction or that change is felt all throughout 
the rest of the ecosystem. So, you know, a simple example might be something that I've heard talked about before when they're talking about ways to, you know, control the mosquito population, perhaps. Well, then what does that do? If, if you can, if you can, you know, spray in the, in our local little community here, our little subdivision, if we spray the ponds to try to keep the mosquitoes down, well, what does that do to the, the toad population, the frog population, the bat population, all of the different populations or all the different other parts of the ecosystem that rely on mosquitoes for food? And then what does it do to the next higher level predator in the food chain? What does that do to the foxes and the raccoons and, you know, the, the, the other kind of mid-level predators? And then what does that do to the, the higher level? What does that do to the alligators that are in our lakes and, and the, the panthers that may or may not roam around this area, which there's, there's rumors that we have panthers nearby. There's, I, I don't know that I believe it, but whatever, you know, w- when you impact something on the smaller scale, it impacts everything else and vice versa. Maybe you, you do something to try to control, um, the bat population and now the mosquitoes go out of out of out of control they just go go nuts because there's there's not that predator that's feasting on thousands of mosquitoes every night so you know that's that's kind of a pretty basic a pretty quick version probably something that you've heard before if you think back long enough or maybe you've got kids in high school that are studying biology and you're helping them with their homework so it's a little bit more fresh to you but that's kind of you know the ecosystem from biology world well how does that relate to us? How does that relate to our body specifically? How does that relate to us as runners? Well, what what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here and what I think we can fairly easily overlook is that the things that we do, the, the choices we make, the things that happen to us that are outside of our control, that maybe don't seem like they have anything at all to do with running can very well impact our running can very well impact how our bodies function and therefore how we are able to go about our training or our races or things like that. So a few examples that are, that are really as, as hopefully far removed from kind of the normal running things, you know, we talk about how weather might affect your, your, your run. And obviously that's a, that's an ecosystem thing. Um, you know, trying to get away from some of those things, although the, the lines kind of blur a little bit. So some of these things might sound a bit familiar though. From what I can tell from conversations with some of y'all, from, from conversations with some of the folks I work with, the, the consults that I do, that just runners that I talk to that, that uh, you know, in different Facebook groups or conversations I'm eavesdropping in on, on Twitter, um, it's easy to overlook these things. So um, what, are, what are a few examples of ways that we, we kind of forget that our body is an ecosystem and maybe we're sabotaging ourselves just a little bit? What about things like strength training? Now, it doesn't take a, a genius, I don't think to kind of realize that maybe the day before a long run or the day before a workout, a good hard workout, a speed workout, probably not the best time to do, you know, a, a hundred squats and lunges and all kinds of lower body strength training exercises. Um, at least I hope that's common sense. And if it's not, I, I don't certainly, I certainly don't mean that in any disparaging way, but you know, before a, a long run, before a hard workout, before a race, you know, you want your legs to be as, as rested and refreshed and ready to go as possible, right? And so if you're hammering your legs with a bunch of squats and burpees and jump lunges and, and all kinds of, of really strong, you know, powerful moves that are lower body centric moves, obviously your legs are going to be pretty sore the next day. They're probably not going to have uh, full energy. They're going to feel pretty heavy and you're not going to have as good of a run. I think that's pretty for the most part, pretty self-explanatory. And if you didn't know that, all you'd have to do is make that mistake one time and you'd probably figure it out. But what about 
something as, as simple as saying, hey, you know, I know I've got my long run tomorrow, but I want to do something today. So why don't I get a good upper body workout in? Why don't I do a bunch of push-ups or pull-ups or bench presses or, you know, go go to the CrossFit and do a, a good, I don't even know what the, the good CrossFit upper body workouts are, but do a good upper body workout at CrossFit. Hit the gym. Do a bunch of bench pressing. On the surface, it would make sense that, hey, you're, you're doing something, you're working your body, that's great, but you're, you're letting your legs rest so they can go hard the next day. Yes, your legs are going to be able to go, but guess what? You're doing all that work to your upper body. That, that very well could impact how well you feel the next day, how, how your run goes. Your body doesn't compartmentalize recovery mode and say, oh, we're trying to work our legs right now. Legs are good. So we'll just shut down recovery mode for the upper body that, that just went through this strenuous workout yesterday. No, your body's going, damn, we, we, we got hit pretty hard yesterday. We're, we're trying to recover. And then the last thing it wants to do is push itself, push your, push with your legs, um, and have, you know, more stress and more trauma that goes on at a cellular level that it's trying to fix. So doing a, a crazy hard strength training workout, even though it's you know upper body, arms, shoulders, whatever, even though that that in theory has very little if anything to do with your running performance or running workout, it does. It does. Being sore now, your arm swing might not be like it normally is, which means that you're working harder upper body. Maybe you're you're rotating more at, at the core to help swing your arms, which correlates with your leg speed. But now you're you're core is more unstable. So now your, your psoas muscles have to work harder and your, your iliacus muscles have to work harder. And now pretty soon, maybe your IT band is flaring up because your, your muscles in your, in your core are firing, trying to stabilize because your arm is, arms aren't swinging as much. So you're, you're, you know, it's all connected. And I've seen this play out in myself. I've seen this play out in other people. Easy to overlook, easy to lose sight of. But that ecosystem, you can't impact one thing without it impacting something else. You can't hammer your upper body without impacting how well things might go with your lower body the next day. What about something different, something beyond the physical? Your work life, family life, stress life, you know, all those things can, can add some stress to your plate. You know, maybe, maybe you had um, a rough day at the office. Maybe you found out some bad news as far as layoffs or job changes or management changes, and you don't know how that's going to work, and you're kind of stressed out about it. Maybe you had a knockdown, drag out, blow out fight with your, with your spouse or your partner or your kids. That stress to your body really doesn't look any different than the stress from a good hard speed workout the, next, the, the day before or a good hard strength training session. So just like, you know, just like we just talked about, if you, if you hammer your upper body, your body is kind of in recovery mode, not just your upper body, but your whole body is in recovery mode the next day. If you just, if you just really get after it on the stress front, especially if it's something that, that goes on for a couple days, three days, four days before it resolves. And you're just in a, in a stressed out, hot mess situation where you're just on edge for two, three, four days, it's going to take you a few days for the, for your body, for for anybody's body, for all of our bodies to kind of flush some of those stress hormones out, to rebalance the cortisol, to get back to homeostasis. And so for that next day, two days, three days, things like that, the last thing you really want to do is add more stress to the system by hammering a hard workout or things like that. Trying to get rid of the stress, not add more stress. So, you know, those types of things can impact the ecosystem, can impact how you run. 
diet, nutrition, hydration, all those types of things that I think we kind of think about. And, and maybe we think about in, in, the, in the extremes, if you eat something that really doesn't set well on your stomach. But one thing I've noticed lately is that if I eat, and, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure of this correlation causation thing just yet, but the evidence seems to support that if I eat some salami, which is not something I usually eat a lot of, but you know, if we have some in the house, I might grab a little snack of, of salami or pepperoni, some type of, of meat like that. Or if I have like a brat or some type of, of lots of sausage or things like that, which I'm, I'm kind of a, a sausage with the, with the breakfast kind of fan. So, you know, it happens on a fairly regular basis. If, if I have a bit more than just a sampling, than just a taste of some of those more, uh, processed or more um, preservative-laden meats, the next day, I feel I don't feel any different. I don't feel bad. I don't feel worn down. I don't have any GI issues. I don't have, I don't have any noticeable symptoms. But I've started to notice that when I, when I have something like that in my diet that I don't think is bothering me at all, even though I know it's not the highest quality, I know, yeah, whatever, once in a while, no big deal, right? When I take my, my HRV in the morning, which is my heart rate variability, which is uh, a measure I've talked about before, uh, I can talk about it more in the future if you're interested, but it helps to, to kind of gauge how, uh, how recovered my body is, how much, how relaxed, how, how able I am to push myself in a hard workout. Um, and I've noticed a, a strong correlation between a high HRV makes it real easy for me to stay in my heart rate zones. If it's low, boy, I... I I, I can walk and my heart rate's way low. As soon as I take three steps at a jog, my heart rate shoots way up. Um, and it's, it's, there's a definite connection there. When I have some of those more, more processed, more preservative heavy meats, my heart, my HRV drops. And like I said, I'm not a hundred percent, uh, sure on that. I, I, I just kind of started to put these things together recently, but the last few times that I've had some salami, that I've had a brat, especially if I have more than just, like I said, more than just a taste. Boy, that next day, my HRV is, is a hot mess. And in these last couple times, there's been nothing else that should have impacted it. It's been a good night's sleep, a great night's sleep, which usually ma- makes for a great HRV. You know, no, no stress with Rebecca, a good evening with Addie. Like every work is going well. Everything else is lined up that like things should be good. And that one day, that next day, after having a couple pieces of salami as a snack when I'm passing through the kitchen to refill my cup of coffee or having a brat with dinner or whatever it might be, or, or leftover one for lunch. That, that seems like that's showing that my HRV doesn't like it, which means my body doesn't like it. Again, ecosystem. I'm putting something in my mouth that is impacting how my body is functioning, even though I don't notice it, even though it doesn't seem like there's anything going on. It's there. So when it comes to our bodies, it's tough because there's, there's always things going on, right? I mean, we, we don't live in a bubble. We, we don't live in a closed ecosystem where, where we, we can really tightly control every last variable. We live in an open, open ecosystem, which again, going back to science means that there's, there's always the possibility of new things coming into our lives new things coming into our, our, our ecosystem that's going to impact how our bodies feel, how our bodies respond, how well we're able to perform as runners the next day or the day after. We can't control that. We can't, we can't stop that completely. All right. But 
it's important, I think, and from talking to some other people recently, some consult calls, some some of my uh, athletes that I coach, it's important to keep some of these other some of these factors that are within our control uh, in mind. You know, making sure we're scheduling our our strength training and our you know stressful. Uh, maybe our, uh, if we can, not that you can always necessarily schedule your the stressors of your life, but if you know that Wednesday is usually a pretty rough day at work. Schedule Thursday as a day off, or at, at the least as, as like a real light recovery run day. Because you know that Wednesday is usually a tough day. You're usually going to be stressed out, which is going to impact you the next day. Our bodies are an ecosystem. Our bodies react. At anything that happens, there's a chain reaction. There's other impacts. There's other effects that are going to impact and affect the quality of our training perhaps the quantity of our training, perhaps make us more susceptible for injury, um, things like that. So be aware, be aware, be mindful. Try to try to not develop that tunnel vision that gets us so locked into. It's like, all right, I just need to worry about what my legs are doing and making sure that I'm, I'm you know, getting on the foam roller and wearing my recovery, you know, my, my compression gear to recover. Um, and I'm going to be good tomorrow, but everything else in our life is going crazy. Believe me, your legs are going to be impacted. Your running is going to be impacted. It's an ecosystem. Everything is related. Everything is connected, whether literal or metaphorical. It's all connected. So just something to keep in mind. I don't know that I have a great answer, a great suggestion, other than to just be mindful, be aware, and do your best to try to adjust things, tilt things in your in your favor whenever possible. When it comes to training, when it comes to scheduling races, when it comes to organizing what days you do, what workouts, things like that. Um, and last but not least, probably a good idea to be flexible to try to roll with the punches as best you can. You know, when I wake up in the morning and my HRV is uh, not so good, I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, well, just don't even bother trying to run because I know it's going to be a hot mess and it's probably going to make me more frustrated than it's worth to get three kind of haphazard miles, right? So something that I'm working on and uh, maybe it's something that, that you need to work on or maybe something you don't even realize, but now you do. So treat your body like an ecosystem. It's not just a bunch of different parts. It's not just arms and legs and upper body and back and core. It's all one thing. And what, what happens in one place definitely impacts everything else. So that is it for today. What do you think about today's episode? What is your takeaway? What's uh, a question that you might have? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram as well. You can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today's episode, Dizruns.com slash seven two two and leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, and takeaways there. Uh, a decent little job today in the show notes, if I say so myself. Recycled some uh, some of my old and favorite uh, memes and gifs, and also added a couple new ones. So, you know, if you haven't checked them out yet, you can always check out that stuff out. I, I As I've said before, I spend way too much time looking for the right memes and the right gifs for these posts, considering that not very many of y'all ever check out the show notes. But, uh, you know, whatever. It amuses me, so that's why I do it. Um, but anyway... Dizruns.com slash 721 if you want to check out the notes for today. Uh, Once again, thank you all that have joined the Facebook group. We're up over a thousand, which is pretty cool. Um, And like I said, I don't want those to be construed as like vanity metrics. I just mean that it's awesome that we've got more people that are really contributing to what I think is uh, the best running group on Facebook. So if you've got a friend that might be interested, feel free to to recommend them to come join us. 
love to have them part. Always, always room for more cool people, more, you know, doors are open to anyone in the running community that wants to come and be a positive member of the community. We are, we are, we are equal opportunity on that front. And, you know, I mean, we got the no douche policy. So if you come in and you're a douche, we'll, we'll boot you out. That's, that's pretty simple. But if you come in and like I said, you're a good part of the community, we would love to have you. So with that, we'll go ahead and put a bow on this one for today. Thank you guys for listening. Hope this one, hope you enjoyed this one as always. I, this one maybe maybe made you think a little bit. I hope it I hope it did, uh, and if it hopefully can spur you to make a change that's for the positive, for the better, then it was well worth it. So uh, until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thank you again for listening, and all you do to support the show, support me, uh, support what we've got going on here. It really means a lot. And until next time, be well. Take care. Talk soon. See you. <laughs>